Welcome to Between a Talk and a Hard Place, a podcast for women bringing you down-to-earth conversations about the realities of our real-life experiences. I'm your host, Lisette McKenzie, author, life and mindset transformation coach, and self-concept connoisseur. And together with my girls, Alicia and Natira, we'll be discussing everything from situations to situationships and the challenges women face every day as we navigate this thing called life. All right, so welcome back to Between a Talk and a Hard Place. I'm your host, Lisette McKenzie. And for those of you who don't know, I had the opportunity to participate as a co-author in a book collaboration with seven extraordinary women who shared their story of how they learned to shine in spite of the pressures of life. This book is volume one of the Sisters in Arms Empowerment Movement, and it's entitled Sisters in Arms, The Black Diamond Experience, Our Rise to Significance. I'm hoping to have the opportunity to have each author as a guest on the podcast to hear them speak about their chapter. And today I'm happy to welcome the visionary behind it all, um, Miss Andrea McKee. Andrea, thank you so much for joining me today. You are welcome. (laughs) Oh, I was waiting to speak, but... um, my honor to be a part of um, your podcast today, your show. I think that um, the the whole process of uh, putting this book together, um, I want to take the credit for being the visionary, but I must tell you, it was really between you and Shaniqua that day of the conference that came up with this idea, <laughs> and I just jumped on it. So I don't want to take credit where... You know, I just was the, oh, yeah, that sounds great. Thank uh, <laughs> you for what you did um, in that area. That, com- oh, it was, it wouldn't have happened without that conference, Andrea. I remember how te- how intense it was for you um, because it did, sometimes it felt like it seemed like nothing was going right. And, oh, my God, it turned out fabulous. It turned out family. So if you had not gotten all of that together, the three of us never would have been in a position to have that conversation to even think about doing a collaboration. And I absolutely love, I love the book. I love the way it looks. I love the way it sounds. Everything about it is perfect. You know, it's funny you say that because, um, I've had quite a few people send messages saying that I couldn't put the book down, um, that these women and the stories and um, so, and people who don't necessarily read, you know, that um, they're too busy. Our lives are so busy. We don't have time for that. But I guess one friend said it best when she said that it's a a book that makes you feel that you're talking to real people and real people are talking back to you. And I said, you know what? And she said, I have to be a part of the next book collaboration because the stories really touch your heart, you know? And I I thought, wow, um, thank you. That was the best compliment anyone could actually give because I really believe it's really about being transparent enough to open up that part of yourself that could be so, so vulnerable and feeling yourself. Absolutely. I agree. And I, I feel the same way. It, a lot of people feel like when they're 
in the midst of their sorrows and these experiences, they feel alone. And it doesn't matter how many times you hear, you might hear certain stories on the news, you might hear certain stories in passing, you still have that sense of loneliness. But it was just something about reading the stories in this book that made me feel like, even though I may not have gone through that exact situation, I felt that exact feeling through my own situation. And it, it kind of felt like I felt unity. I felt like I wasn't alone in the world. And there is someone out there that if I spoke to them, they would understand exactly where I was coming from. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I think the experience um, in itself, just feeling bonded by the women, even the ones that I've never met, mm-hmm. you know, um, getting to know them in a certain way that um, I think made me feel very connected. I felt yes. like that. So here are my sisters in this book. Here are my yes. sisters telling their stories to me, yes. you know, and I'm telling them my story as well. And my stories, I have to say, my stories were not stories that were um, listing a certain amount of challenge. It was more reflecting about mm-hmm. other people's challenges that I was a part of. Mm-hmm. Right? So I think that made it a little bit different for me. But um, <laughs> some people called to find out, okay, we want to know about 1595 Park Place. <laughs> Well, that was very funny because um, I, I said, oh, really? And they said, yeah, because and the questions that came with it, they told me that they'd like to take this book and use it in their sociology class because they want to determine about, is this how we shape people? Um, just different things like that, which I thought was pretty interesting that they could come up with that. Um, I wrote about my cousin, just one, a couple of lines, Mm -hmm. but my sister informed me that, did you tell her this before you put that into (laughs) the boyfriend um, from years ago or, you know, some of the things I had to say, but I think for me, um, I hope she doesn't sue me, but (laughs) me, um, she needs to know that I've already spent everything I have on that conference. She's stuck. She's she's in writing now. She's in black and white. It's That's right. Late. It's too late. So what? Why sisters in arms? What made you come up with that concept? Um, I I think that um, for the most part, you can't spend twenty years in the military and not have it be part of who you become, especially those formative years between 18 Mm -hmm. and 24, they always say, well, that was my first um, tour within a military service, you know? And I decided at that point to just keep going on. I think that um, my first experience when you're talking about women coming together, it had everything to do with going to basic training, 80 women, 80 strangers, and learning um, all the differences, black, white, um, indifferent, um, from the South, from the North, from uh, East, West, you know, and not knowing who you were in any of it because you were afraid, you were a child, you just left your mother, you never been away, what am I doing here? 
you know, this young black woman with an accent um, mm -hmm. from another country, mm -hmm. and how do I assimilate into this chaos of adulthood and military movement? Right. What I found out from that experience in boot camp alone was that the bonds that you bring out of a place like that is incredible because we took each other to the next level. Right. At 18, I learned everything that I can possibly learn from a bunch of strangers that were forever going to be embedded in this area of my life that you can't shake. Mm -hmm. So some people, we're still connected, we're still friends. I know exactly what happened with them. Some people, randomly, I get Facebook messages and say, hey, I was there with you, remember that? Um, and it's about the relationships that's formed with when you have long standing friendships where you know that um, these are my sisters, not necessarily by blood, mm -hmm. but we have been there through the worst of time. And a sister really, my mother always taught us, you fight for your sister. I don't care what you do, you go back out and you fight for your sister. Mm -hmm. And I think when I look at um, relationship with women, I start off with the one, the relationship, um, that's primary for me was that of my relationship with my mother then and even now mm -hmm. um, that brought me together. So you have the military that talks about fighting. You have your mother that talks about fighting mm -hmm. and you have God that tells you to stand up even when you want to lay down. Absolutely. So sister arms become all of that coupled together. Um, we've all been through some things in our lives that we wish that why did it have to be me? Why did I have to deal with this challenge? Mm -hmm. Why was it so um, detrimental that it took me so long to even know how to walk again? You know, and I think Sisters in Arms talk about the support of how women support each other to bring each other through the next level, the next chapter of their lives. You know, Absolutely. so the, the, the whole scenario about it is about um, connecting our lives together so that we can be stronger and, you know, continue to fight. Continue right. to and I'll tell you when, and I'm, I will forever go back to the conference. Um, I was just so amazed at how supportive every everyone in there to me was a stranger. Some people were strangers to each other. Some people knew each other, but once, once we got under one roof, it was like a family. It was like, it was supportive. It was welcoming. Um, it was a hold your head up. I got you type of feeling. And it was, it was a great feeling because in the real world, like to me, that wasn't even the real world because in the real world, we still have our sisters who are putting each other down. We have our sisters who, um, you know, they don't think enough of themselves to hold themselves in a higher regard. But under that one roof that night or that weekend altogether, you just have phenomenal men and women doing their thing. And it, it just made me proud. It made me proud to see so many um, people together just being supportive and positive. Oh, yeah. I would say the same thing because it was a challenge. Um, to get there. But I, I have to tell you, um, through all the challenges, I would do it all over again because it was one of the greatest experiences of my life. It was a thing that I can say that, you know, you can um, 
have a vision in your head about something, but watching it, you know, manifest right in front of you and watching women come out of workshops and hugging the next stranger that is now so connected to them and no longer a stranger is one of the most amazing, amazing thing. And that's why I like the term humanity for humanity. I came up with that just out of, you know, hey, it's a human thing to do. Right. Because in crisis, we know how to respond without tears, but we're behind a shield of a television screen. We're in crisis now. But I'm going to tell you, sometimes a crisis is that small, but big for one person only. This crisis we understand, but let's talk about the crisis of that. I just needed you to be polite to me today, yes. you know, because I, I needed the words. Yes. Um, we need to know how important our presence actually is in the lives of other people, you know, that it's our presence that's going to save another life. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And so now with Sisters in Arms, where, what's the next level? What's next in your mind, what vision do you have that we're going to all be a part of? Okay. Well, you know, we were going to have the most outrageous conference in New York for June. Um, Melba Moore was on board. Um, you know, the image band, I, I, you know, Joan Myers, um, Judy Mowat. So we were going to have um, a celebration that was going to break open what we want to see, not just for that moment, but going forward as we walk into Jamaica a couple mm-hmm. months later. Mm-hmm. Um, coronavirus, COVID-19 said, stop. Yes. And maybe the reason why it had to stop and everything had to change is that we need to reassess what are we doing in our lives today. Absolutely. You know? And I, I, I take it as... Um, a way for me to really determine how do we really celebrate the lives we have Mm -hmm. and how we appreciate each other because in one given moment, we can make a plan for an hour from now and never live to Mm -hmm. see it. Absolutely. Um, My plan is just that whenever this storm passes over and it will pass over and I hope we're all there at the end of the storm, that we're going to take sisters in arms and come back together and celebrate life in a more of a summit type setting okay. for if if possible for the end of the year okay. that we do one thing at the place that is still holding that money for me <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they spent it too do a one day big celebration where we begin with the entire workshop piece and then the Black Diamond Gala um, part, and we move on from there to plan um, 2021 as we rise again, you know, and keep getting up. So that's my plan. And we're going to do that book launching to make sure everyone gets to see what is in this book and what this book is all about. And we're definitely have to head to Kingston, Jamaica, land of my birth, and really, really celebrate with the people of Jamaica, with the women of Jamaica, with the men of Jamaica, just with Jamaica, you know, on the beach. (laughs) We cannot talk, we cannot say the book without saying that it did 
make Amazon's bestseller list. I think that yeah. is very, very worth mentioning. Um, that made me proud. Um, I think it. I think it, you did a fantastic job, Andrea. I think you brought your vision to a place where everyone could enjoy it. If if they take a, a moment and sit back and relax, and now's the perfect time. Nobody nobody should be going anywhere. Right. Now's the perfect time for them to sit back and say, you know what? Let me let me pick up this book. Let me see what's going on and see how they can relate. And then that'll start them up in the process of reflection to see right. where they have been in their life and where they are now. And I mm -hmm. think that's a lot, that's a big difference for a lot of people. And they don't realize they're not doing as bad as they used to be doing right. compared to now. And the stories in this book show just that, how these women were in a bad place, but now they can look at their bad place from a better place. And I think that is so important. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I concur with that totally. You know, yes. that's an amazing, amazing um, thing that's been going on um, between us and within us. Absolutely. And then I, I did want to ask you, because I noticed that you have like you have sections in your chapter dedicated to different people in different situations. Um, Beat up West Indian Day. Is that that was one section? Yes. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, oh my gosh. And it's funny because that's what uh, a lot of people have asked me about that. Uh, because, you know, you know what happens when you tell a story sometimes? Um, the pain behind it is not revealed as intensely as it was felt when you were going through it. Right. Um, but to get back into that part of something that most people don't understand um, when you're coming from the Caribbean and you're coming from a place of um, unity, you're coming from a place where you believe that um, you should be welcome because look, we're all black. This is a predominantly Absolutely. black neighborhood and you feel, you feel that you belong here and you fit in. And mm -hmm. then when you get rejected and it teaches you that, um, you know, uh, and I can't say it taught me a lot of things, but it, it gave me bits and pieces. Like the Southern woman who gave my mother the advice about telling your children, go outside, and we didn't want to go. Mm -hmm. But I have to tell you, she really meant all of that for our good, because had we not gone and made the first step, we can't ever get close enough to connect with each other. Absolutely. So even when it's hard, get out there. Even Absolutely. when you don't want to go, get out there. When you stop, you know, and you say, well, I'm divorced and I can't love again, get out there. Get out you there. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Things bring to mind that. And remember, there's always someone that have the spirit of a bully inside of them that feel they should part whatever is being brought together, you know, and I'm going to say this because it was an amazing experience. I don't think I was ever proud as proud as that moment when I saw that mother with her body outside of a window cursing from one end to the other. Some of the nastiest Jamaican <laughs> bad words you ever want to hear. <laughs> but she would do anything to save her child. 
Absolutely. If she from that fourth floor window and jumped on that entire group, she would have done that. So Absolutely. I remember looking and I was proud that she was willing. I am running out the shower. I have a towel just hiding mm -hmm. my bosoms just so I can let you know you touch my daughter, touch a hair on my daughter's head, and I am coming for you. <laughs> her, her sister, Christine's sister, came there and she chose, I don't want to um, get the little one. I want the giant. You know? <laughs> Give me the giant because if I can slay that giant, that's right. everything is done. It's that's done. right. So that's actually, it became a memory that I had to readdress and reaffirm it as something empowering instead Absolutely. of something defeated. You know? And it is. It actually, yeah. and what made me think about it and hearing you talk, it, it made me reflect back to that section because essentially in a slightly different form, that's what Sisters in Arms is all about. It's about... Mm -hmm. Come, moving away from the bullying and, and coming together and sticking up for each other. And, and mm -hmm. I, I thought about it, I was like, wow, that's, it's just a different version. It's the same song, but right. it's a different version. I was, yeah. I was like, Andrea's a genius. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, you see? You're my new sister, my new best friend. And you know what? Um, every, every moment of our lives, um, is meant to be experienced, you know? And even when we're experiencing, even in this time, where for a lot of us, it, we feel detached, depressed, indifferent, um, just uncentered. Right. We know that because of what we have already gone through, that the sun will come out, um, the storm will pass over, we will move on, however differently, we will be okay because we have the support of the people who we have brought in our lives and expose ourselves to, Absolutely. you know, just to keep us sane, you know, Absolutely. just to keep us aware, just to keep us uplifted. And I think for me, that is um, the constant message, you know, from everything that's going on, even as I, I'm in Florida, I'm here with my mother and my wow. uh, stepfather taking care, you know, helping out here. Okay. It, it is a great experience because maybe if there was not this crisis, I wouldn't have taken the time to say, okay, I won't work for the next mm -hmm. um, couple of months. I will come and spend it with my uh, parents who are mm -hmm. aging. Maybe I wouldn't have the opportunity for that, but this forced me into Absolutely. a situation where I have a family that I need to attend to. Absolutely. And, you know, <laughs> why not now when I can work from home? You have a lot of time. Yep, absolutely. I yeah. agree. I agree. So is there anything else you want to share with everyone? Share where they can find you. Um, share where they can um, get more information about Sisters in Arms. Yes, we definitely have a website, and I'm actually working on a pretty, a pretty nice project, um, you know, with um, a flyer that's going to come out to really show you okay. um, in a snapshot that we're going to make available for individuals to get online as well. But our website is um, Sisters in Arms, C-O-R-P, <laughs> right, dot com. And I, I, I really encourage people visit the website because by the end of this weekend, we're even going to have the videos that are on YouTube 
um, and you could go on YouTube, see some of the videos. We're going to have that on the website as well, because the whole purpose by every um, thing that we're doing is to really share what this is about. Most people will not know about right. something because they won't search for it. You mm -hmm. have to sometimes hand them the thing and say, Absolutely. it's not the package anymore. Go inside the box. Absolutely. <laughs> this is Absolutely. that present we got um, on Christmas, but the box and the wrapping was not what it was about. Go deeper. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I look forward to everything that's to come. Um, coronavirus only temporarily delayed sisters in arms, but you have, you, you have such a powerful vision. It's not the end. It's only delayed and it's only giving you more time to plan for bigger and better things. I am completely on board for everything you have coming. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Definitely look forward to having you there. I think that, um, you know, the magic for me is women like you um, that just come from a place of, wow, I remember the first time I met you, the first time we talked, I can tell you the details because you really just have a way of sitting inside someone's memory. And I think that's what we all need to do and aspire to do that and be that with each other. So I thank more. you. Thank yeah. you, Andrea. Thank you for coming on. I oh, appreciate you so much. Thank you. Likewise. <laughs>